Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out your own way and finally live a life that you love. So I was just saying, today's a bit of a sensitive subject because it's something that I see a lot, especially in the on- online industry. Um, talking about when your friends don't support your dreams. So it can be friends, loved ones, anyone in what you perceive to be your inner circle when they're not supporting your dreams. And it makes you feel a bit rubbish, right? So that's what I'm talking about today, because it's something that can feel a little bit sensitive, but something that definitely needs to be talked about, because it's something that we can internalize really badly, and it can really start to hold us back. So when you're in the throes of being so excited about your shiny new business idea and the new life that you're creating for yourself, it's super easy to assume that all your friends and loved ones are going to be super happy for you and super supportive of you. But what if they're not? Sometimes the reality can be really, really different. In fact, a lot of the times it's different. It's a really, really common issue for people and it can really start to hold you back. can make you feel wrong in some way and make you really question what you're doing and whether you're doing the right thing. And we have enough mindset gremlins to deal with in this game. We don't need this adding adding to it. So sometimes it, it can just be that they don't seem that bothered. You'll want to talk to your closest friends about your new venture, but they seem completely and totally and utterly disinterested in it. Mm -hmm, Yeah, smile and nod kind of situation. But also they will be really frustrated when you don't have time to go meet them or you have a deadline to hit and you have to get it done at the weekend and they just don't get it when you can't come out to play with them. And it can feel really, really disheartening. You know, to have your friends moaning at you and telling you you're doing the wrong thing all the time when you know all the things that you need to get done in order to get where you want to go. We really expect our closest people to be our biggest supporters. So it's unsurprising that it feels really rubbish when it doesn't happen. Now, the first thing I want to talk to you about is the fact that it's not an obligation. The thing is, your business may not be their thing. And that's okay. Just because they don't love it, doesn't mean they're obligated to promote us or use our products or even ask us about it or tell anyone else about us. You will gain and lose so many so many friends through the process of starting your own business. And it can be a really sad thing, but it can also be a great thing. It doesn't necessarily mean that those people that aren't supporting you aren't going to be your friends anymore either. You can find really supportive biz besties that have you back no matter what, People who will promote you, support you, celebrate you, help you through all the tough bits. You can find them and you find them through people you work with, going to networking events, Facebook groups, coaches. They're all out there waiting for you. We just need to tweak the way we're thinking about it a little bit. Another thing is sometimes it feels as if they just don't get it. When I had my jewellery business, people would ask me how it was going all the time, actually. And I really didn't like talking about it because I was in the throes of full-on imposter syndrome, all the mindset gremlins, self-doubt, and I didn't want to make a big deal out of it in case I failed, which I didn't because I quit long before that. (laughs) But I quit just after a close friend said to me, Fran, you really should just get a proper job. Ouch. 
<laughs> but I understand now that it didn't come from a bad place. It didn't mean he thought I was rubbish at what I was doing or that I shouldn't be doing it. We just had really different outlooks on life and what a career is and what happiness means and all of these different things. He's more of a job person. I'm more of a freedom person. And that's all good. With service-based businesses, it can be really different too. It can be something that people don't want to ask you about because they just don't understand. Or to be honest, they just aren't interested, which is totally fine. But you don't have to take it personally. In fact, most of the friends that I've had for years never asked me a thing. <laughs> Seriously, pretty much never. They don't read my content or listen to my podcast. I think it's pretty cool that I've got a podcast. <laughs> they don't interact in my group. They don't help me out with the pesky social media algorithms unless it's something that they're interested in. So I only talk to those friends about it and they are hugely supportive. It doesn't mean that those people love me any more than the other people. It just means it's not their thing. And that's fine. It's not an obligation. Because the thing is, it's just because you love it doesn't mean that they have to. Just because you're hugely passionate about business, social media marketing, life coaching, whatever it may be, doesn't mean that your friends are. It's the same when you have a job, really. So you get the, you get the whole polite, how's work? But you never really go in depth. You never really talk in depth about your job unless it's to people you've worked with in the past or people who are in the same industry as you and are genuinely interested about what you do. It just tends to sting that little bit more when it's about something you've created for yourself. We feel like people should be more interested in it because we're doing it for ourselves. But it is the same. I mean, I love my accounting friends, but before I owned a business, would I ask some questions about tax return? Uh, nope. <laughs> So the next thing I want you to think about is, is to pick and choose who you listen to. So yeah, pick and choose who you listen to. You need to pick and choose and ask yourself if their opinion is really valid, as valid as you're making it. Do they know what they're talking about or are they coming from a place of jobs are safer because that's what they know? Or are they coming from a place of, you know, I know better, but they actually don't. You know, my husband finds this all the time because he's a chef and everybody feels like they know food and they know restaurants because we eat at restaurants. We know we eat food every day. So that makes people feel like they've got a license to talk about it. It drives him up the wall because they don't understand the ins and outs of everything that actually goes on. So this is number one that drives him utterly bonkers. So some people are just not as brave as you, they wouldn't back themselves to go all in on their own. And that's totally fine as well. There's nothing wrong with that, but you're different. You have this thing calling you to do and be more. You know there's more to life than wishing your life away and living for the weekend. They're happy just going through the motions. You want to do something you absolutely love. Let me be clear, there is nothing wrong with either option. If you're one of the lucky ones that manages to find a job that you love, that's incredible, amazing. I just strongly believe that you have one life and you should be happy living it. It's too short for anything else, whether that's in a job or that's in a business, you should be happy doing what you're doing. Love what you're doing. So the next thing I want you to think about, what is unsupportive to you? What does it mean to you? Is it people actively trying to stop you doing what you want to do through fear, usually from a good place? or telling you your ideas are rubbish and it's never gonna work, sometimes from a not so great place, but sometimes sensible, or just not bothering to ask anything at all. And the hurt in that is through the general 
not botheredness of this one really <laughs> ouch again there are so many different reasons behind all of these scenarios but it's usually always about them and not you sometimes it's insecurity sometimes it's jealousy sometimes it's a lack of understanding or totally fearing the unknown but it's nearly always about them their own issues thoughts fears beliefs insecurities rather than actually anything to do with you and once you can understand that it doesn't sting as much but there is one thing I do want you to think about is, is it toxic or is it from a good place? Sometimes people might subconsciously even secretly want you to fail because they're scared of what happens to your friendship when you are successful. When you su suspect that that's what's happening, you can either call it out or cut them out. But it's really toxic energy to be around, so you need to minimize that problem. So you've got enough mindset gremlins to deal with trying to achieve these big things in your life. You don't need to be around that. Yes, sometimes it can be people that you need to spend time with, but just limit it and try and move the conversation away from that, from, from your business. Sometimes it's just their fear for you, and it does come from a good place. It can just be unhelpful. So in this instance, it's up to you to educate. Educate them more on your plan, why you're doing it. Tell them about your why. We all talk about having a why behind your business. Talk to them about that. Show them how much you've thought it through and decide if they're actually the right people to speak to or not. If you've got financial obligations, that's another story and you need to have your sensible hat on there. But really, it isn't anything that should stop you as long as you have all that worked out, which I'm sure you do. You know, you can get part-time income. You can build it alongside your full-time income. There is always another way. And often it's turning that you can't do this into how can I make this happen. You've got to look for those opportunities rather than the obstacles and help other people do that for you as well. And the next bit is, you know, the thing is you will have people who are close to you that don't support you. Some will, some won't. And it is really disappointing, but you don't need to dwell on it and turn it into something that's bigger than it needs to be. But the people that will support you are out there. The hardest part previously was when I felt I couldn't really talk to anyone about the ins and outs of starting my business. I felt completely on my own, but I went out of my way to find my people, the people who got it, who were in the same place as me. And those friends are now my biggest supporters. I know that whatever happens in my business, these people have my back. But I found them because I went to events, I joined Facebook groups, I actively put myself out there outside of my comfort zone. I worked with coaches and other business owners and now I have some incredible friends who all have my back. And I don't need my old friends, my other friends, to support my business in the same way that I thought I did previously. My old friends are still my friends. We just don't really talk about the business side of my life unless they bring it up really. To them it's like talking about a job, it's boring. You know, we'll find out who listens. <laughs> we'll find out who listens soon if I get any messages after this one. <laughs> but the next thing I want you to think about, does their opinion really matter? Remember, when someone is giving you an opinion on something that really they don't understand, does their opinion really matter? If you've done your market research, you have the evidence that it can work and you're not putting yourself in a precarious financial situation, then you're good to go some mindset gremlins to tackle, but that's it. Choose whose opinion matters. Find your people, your cheerleaders, people who are in the same place that lift you up rather than try and drag you down or keep you stuck. Don't worry about the people who aren't asking you how it's going or sharing your content. That's fine. 
You don't need to take it personally because often it is not personal at all. And they aren't your ideal client anyway. They're not the people who, you know, will, will go after you and consume all your content because they're just not interested, like I was saying before. The people who are actively discouraging you, ask yourself where you think it's coming from. Ask them where it's coming from. Call it out. But then decide who your people are and who they're not and who you talk to and who you don't. It doesn't mean the end of your friendships in most cases. It's just a case of tweaking and adjusting your expectations and choosing who your people are when it comes to supporting you in your business. It really is as simple as that. And if you can reframe this in that way and don't have that high level of expectation on people, because actually it is a lot. If you started, if you had to have a job and you start promoting that um, company's products everywhere and your friends aren't sharing it, would you feel the same way? You know, there's always a way to reframe this in your head. And that's something that I definitely want you to think about in this it can feel horrendous when people aren't supporting us but I can honestly say now that it doesn't bother me at all because I've reframed it in this way and I've gone out there and I have the people that do support me so I've got people who have my back you know when the times get tricky or sticky or whatever I know where to go and I know who can support me one of my favorite things actually is all my other coach friends that I can talk to about you know, proper hardcore mindset stuff. I could sit there and talk to them about all day, all day, every day. But that doesn't mean that my other friends would want to sit there and do it. Sometimes, if I accidentally slip into coach mode during a general conversation, I get a bit of a telling off. Fair enough. They haven't asked me to coach them. I shouldn't coach them. <laughs> so we've just got to think about this in a slightly different way. So I hope that was really helpful. Um, and because I know there's been a few people that have been struggling with this recently um, and often it can be partners as well which is often can sting that little bit more but go back to my comments on you know is it a fear for you is it a fear for them is it a precarious financial situation go through these questions in your head and decide but just be open and honest and decide who the right people to talk to are and who the right people are um, and you're good to go but I hope that was really helpful. And until next week, I will see you then. Bye.